This is Y-Tune Shuffle. Y-Tune Shuffle, it's the music that informs our lives. The rules here are that there are no rules other than just bring in your music, mm. hit play. We- and then we get to pick your brain about why those songs. My Zelda, <laughs> my Zelda, she took the money and ran with the tailor. I love that song. It makes me happy every time I hear it. <laughs> to me, that's where I started listening to records. Was, was this my son, the folk singer? I must have been maybe six years old when, when I got a hold of that record, and I just played it to death. Welcome to Y-Tunes Shuffle, a celebration of the music that inspires our lives. With your host, comedian and radio personality, Maggie Mayfield, and Hollywood's secret weapon, David Earl Waterman. This is Y-Tunes Shuffle. I'm so glad. <laughs> Welcome to a Saturday at Y-Tune Shuffle. Mm. I'm Maggie Mayfield, your host with my co-host, David Earl Waterman. And we are trying, so before we get to our amazing guests this afternoon. So David wanted to try something new, and you want to call this Maggie's Mood Music? That's what this segment's called. It's called Maggie and Me's Mood Music. Maggie and Me. <laughs> Maggie and Me's Mood Music. Do you want to go first? No. You, well, like, uh, age before beauty, so I, um, I will go first. So this is going to be my 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 mood. All right. Let me set it up a little bit, okay? okay? So I'm in a new relationship, and I'm really about trying to stay in the moment. So one thing that happens to me is that I'm afraid I'm going to jinx something. Like if I want to spontaneously call her, I'm going to jinx it because I'm going to look like I'm too needy. So rather than just kind of going with the moment, I'm going to I'm going to go against code here and I'm just going to go for it and say, "Yeah, I'm in a relationship right now today and we played Y-Tune Shuffle." Oh, cool. Valeria and I played Y-Tune Shuffle and her first song was this. Drumming my pain with his finger. <sighs> Love this song. Singing my And I will tell you She's from Santos, Brazil, home of Pele and the uh, Santos Football Club. She loves it. We're close to the same age. And after playing, a f- the, I just, I know her even better that she picked this song and yeah. it just, it bring tears to my eyes now. So I have goose pimples, yeah. So I'm good. in the new love mode right now. Lauren Hill's amazing. So, okay, that's This mine. song makes me laugh so much because in high school, my drama teacher was like, what's up with Lauren, like, Lauren Hill, like, why would she just rap when she can sing? Oh, hello. <laughs> so stupid, like, because it's talent. And how cool is it, too? Like, we're both adults of a certain age, and this yeah. is a, this is what she picked. I'm, I'm loving on I this. I'm loving on this, girly. Okay, well, right. let me share with you my mood song. Okay. Um, There really is no, like, giant setup for this, and in fact, I just learned who sings it today. (laughs) So this summer has been so busy just with like shows and a lot of work and there's just been so much going on that I haven't had a chance to really fully enjoy summer. And I mean like going to the beach or having like a pool party or like barbecuing or any of those things that you would think of with summer. So my way to make up for that is there's a country radio station in town and I've just been playing that on blast with the windows down, Mm. even on the freeway. And I'm like, I don't care how dirty my skin's going to get. Like, I just want to feel the wind. It's summertime. Bring it, y'all. That's all I get. So, and this song plays, and every time I hear it, I get super excited. Nice. That's you know cool. this? No, I, 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 I do know this. I know this. Words are so. The way your fingers fit mine is five plus five, not a rock size. Florida Georgia line. Simple. And so the chorus is so simple. Yeah. S I M P L E. This is Happy Maggie cruising around town, summer of 2018. It's just, this is my summer song. Love saying, Here we go. 
like you want to like be in a bikini right now? Yeah. That's a good mood. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we're both in good moods today. We're in good moods. More shall be revealed if this segment stays in the show. All right. So... <laughs> Trying something new. Thank yeah. you for sitting through that. Our guest today, Woo. Zara. I wish you could have just appre- like just jumped in because I could tell you were like vibing on both oh of those goodness. songs. I wanted to. You should have. Well, what do you what tell why? What do you think? What's your, your connection? Conne- yeah, okay, did you connect to so uh, so yeah, you made me think of five songs, and I, I went through so much torture because I'm like <laughs> just five because I have memories of so many songs. Um, and really tangible memories, and every song brings is, every song is like a time capsule, and it brings right? me back to a place. Yeah. So, uh, "Killing Me Softly" was on the list. Really? And I don't know if it's still on the list. I don't know. Okay. That so the would fi- be it was on the list for like a few days, and then I'm like, wait, no, because my list is all like this coming of age oh, for okay. me. Yeah. Like it, it's all like over a span of like ten years. And I'm like, should I pick songs from different eras or different times of my life? But uh, it was just like too many songs from like. 1996 I'm like all right something happened in 1996 you know and I just I need to get over that year there's way too many songs from that year but yeah I mean it was a good it was it was like a pivotal moment in my life you know I think it was like uh I was coming into now I'm gonna tell people reveal what my age is but I was I think I was like finishing up uh elementary school or yeah. something like that yeah so it was it, it we're was, about the same age i think yeah yeah it was uh the 96 was uh, the olympics happened in atlanta <gasps> that's right mm-hmm. um it was an election year i think also you're right mm-hmm. um coca-cola had a huge campaign i don't remember, i don't know why i remember that um that's right <laughs> commercials the coca-cola work. campaign Coca- you were a tuned in teen yeah preteen. It, it was i don't know why i remember like it, it was was just like I was finishing up elementary school and I was worried about how middle school is going to be and I, there were all these songs that I was just like res- that resonated with me Where during that time. Where did you grow up? In Jersey. No. Yeah, what part? Way. What part? Yeah, yeah uh, this town called Edison. Okay, it's in very yeah. central Jersey, close Jersey to Jersey City for a couple of years. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I grew up I in Ewing, right outside of Trenton. Shut up! I know that's crazy. Wow. I didn't know we were Jersey girls. Yeah. Did you listen to WPST? I didn't. Not WPST, but my my jam was KTU Z100 Hot 97. Got it. Um, and at one point, Power 105, like right before I did the transition oh to LA. God. But that's so yeah. crazy. I had yeah. no idea. This is Zara Ali, by the way, a <laughs> uh-huh, comedian yeah, and Zara. actress joining us today. And you run a show in Los Angeles called Facial Recognition. Yes. Um, so, Facial Recognition Comedy is basically a collective of um, South Asian American and Middle Eastern American women uh, who are all great, uh, talented stand up comedians who often get confused for each other. Yeah. We get mistaken for each other all the time that's crazy and we were all like kind of frustrated one day uh, and we're like we got to do something and one of the founders of it Fisa Dasani created this meme basically which was a facial recognition guide uh-huh. of all of our faces and names wow. and it kind of went viral <laughs> so someone was like oh this is a this is a great lineup and we're like you know what it is we should just do a show and so we made it into a show it's been a little over it's been a year now. Yeah. And we've been, we're touring. We got into San Francisco Sketch Fest within like three months. Um, we're going to be in New York next month. Or we're going to be in New York in October, in Houston, September. Um, that is so we've been badass. up and down the West Coast. And it's, it's, it's just like a good way. Cause like no one, Hollywood is never going to put us all on the same show. Right. Right. Because it's like, we're, and we're fighting that, um, that, 
this notion that there can only be one and there's always one mm-hmm. token, you know, this this woman of ethnicity. And we're we're trying to showcase ourselves as individuals. Like, yeah, we, we compete with each, with each other because Hollywood makes us. But we also support each other and bring bring each other up like great women do. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're we're trying to dispel this whole thing that there can only be one because um, there's so many of us and there's space for all of us and we're all great. So come to a show and see how great we are. Where do you perform? Like, where do you, where's your show home here in LA? So we have a monthly residency at the West Side Comedy Theater in Santa Monica. It's always the second Sunday of the month. Okay. 9 p.m. Uh, it's always a great time. Yeah. Everybody feels the brown girl magic in the room. It's fun and we all have laughs and it's My a great time. My girlfriend lives very near there. That's a date Come night. By. She's brown. Yeah. She, yeah. She's a, she's got the Jenga. Yeah. The Brazilian Jenga. Yeah. <laughs> Look it's, it up. It's true. It's, it's very relatable, but it's also, uh, it, we have a great time yeah. and all, our friends come out. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's for everybody, really. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Because I was going to like drop her off. And, no, uh, come. I was go come. to McDonald's and have fries and a, sh- a vanilla shake. We're very welcoming. It's a I great know. group. We love our fans. We, we love all know. of you guys. We yeah. know. Yeah. We know. So. Well, congrats. That Thanks. sounds amazing. Do you cool. guys have like a like a Facebook page or a website that you're doing just for that? Yeah, it's a facial recognition comedy on Facebook. Um, I think Twitter is facial rec. Uh, we also throw facial recognition comedy on Instagram. And we have a website, facialrecognitioncomedy.com. Okay. So look us up. We're all over the place. Um, I also do other material outside of that stuff. So, you know, I'm around town if you, you just want to see me. Yeah, girl, you hustle. Thank How you. long have you been in L.A. now? Uh, it'll be four years in November. Okay. Yeah. So but still kind of new? St- kind of new to LA. It's surprising that I've been here almost four years, but it's still considered new. Whereas I'm, in New York, I was also kind of doing comedy, but I was also working like a 60, 70 hour a week day job. Oh my God. Because that's what you do in New York. It's, yeah. um, you know, so I really got into the comedy scene here because around six o'clock every day here, they're like, all right, go home. Is everything okay? Yeah, go home and go live your life. So because I've been able to live, I'm able to do more comedy out here nice yeah yeah how when did you how old were you well when did you start doing stand-up do you remember your first open mic my first open mic uh i would say it was like 27 28 ish or something okay uh, yeah, late 20s. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of just started doing it as like a bucket list thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've always been an MC. I've always been that go to person for like high school events or college events. Or I, I, I did a lot of charity work um, during my 20s. So I, w- they, I would be the go to person to, they're yeah. like, all right, Zara can host. Zara can, Zara can handle it. Wow. So I think it's just kind of transitioned. And you loved it? You weren't shy at all? Like, were you a theater kid? Uh, I wasn't allowed to be a theater kid. So I have like very conservative Muslim parents. So they were just like, uh, you know, you don't need to be on stage and showing <laughs> off your personality. Um, so uh, and, and they were very like focused on acad- academia and sure. like do well in school and get a great job. And they were all about the financial stability as well. So they never really nurtured that part of it. They're all like, all right, she'll grow out of it. She'll grow out of this phase. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like I'm a grown adult still doing it. So um, at some point, I think that they're like trying to accept it now that like I'm actually getting, you know, paychecks for for the entertainment work here and there. But yeah, it's it's been a long transition. But yeah, I've always been the I used to dance. I used to host events that I've always had this like flair for entertainment. Mm -hmm. I just and I've always been funny around my friends and you know, like witty. Yeah. But I never thought it would turn into stand up until I actually tried it as like a bucket list thing. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm yeah. so excited to get into these songs. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially because we had a connection right off the top. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool. Killing me softly, man. Bam.
I think Lauren Hill, though. Mm. She like really, she tugs at those heartstrings, really. (laughs) Your turn. All right, let's do this. Song number one. Uh oh, don't judge me. (laughs) Oh no. I love this song. You're going to laugh when I connect with you on this song. (laughs) I'm digging it. I'm digging it. This was my first album that I bought by myself. Really? Yeah. Nice. What store? First... What store? Do you remember um, Strawberries or something? Mall? I, I think it was Kmart. Kmart? Yeah. <laughs> it was Kmart. I walked with my grandfather to Kmart because we lived really close. And that was like our thing. We would just like walk to Kmart in the afternoon in the summers together. Just mm-hmm. walk to the strip mall. And uh, this was the first thing that I bought with my money. And uh, I just like, I, I and th- this was back in the day when the CDs had all the lyrics on them. Yes. And I would just, I would just like, you know, sing along and it was amazing. And it was my introduction in Mariah Carey. Wow. And this was before she went nuts and the whole yeah. like Derek Jeter thing happened and stuff. And I just like, <laughs> like, well, she's, she's from Long Island and she's like one of me and she has this great voice. And it, I just. And I, and during that time in my life, like I, I was discovering boys, and I was I had crushes, and it was just so. It, it it takes me back to this innocent place where you know I didn't hate men yet, and I was hopeful. <laughs> and yeah, it was just it ebbs and flows. Ama- yeah. What for were you sure. listening to her on? What was the device primarily? It was. Uh, it was. I, I think it was. I had a disc man at Disney, the time. Okay. And we also had a stereo system in the house. In the house. Yeah, with like it had the cassette players on it. Yes. Um, but then it also had like the I think it was like a, just a three four like CD turntable thing. And were mom and dad cool with that, or because it's not really called um, a prayer music? Really. No. So like we would hide music wasn't allowed in in my parents, which is why all my songs are like top forty hits because it, whatever I was exposed to, it was like from the bus stop or from like friends at school or whatever. Mm, sure. Um, so like my mom would like let me sneak in music and like we were uh, allowed to play like during the day and mm-hmm, stuff. Sure. And, um, Your mom would let you sneak in music? Yeah. Yeah. My mom was always like cool about it. She's like, all right, let these girls live. Like let's, you know, wow. but then it's like, all right, it's 6 p.m. Your dad's going to come home soon. Like, all right, time to, you know. Um, Do, where did you hide the CDs? Like underneath my mattress. Like yeah. I had all these like different hiding places and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember like being a kid, that was kind of a big deal. It's like all your CDs were lined up in a row right on top mm-hmm. of your dresser so you could see them all. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that was kind of a, a trophy almost of like, this yeah. is my collection of. Yeah. For, for for me, it was contraband, but I mean, it made me love it even more. Sure. You know, so I uh, what's weird is that I left all these CDs. I mean, eventually I came out to my dad like, all right, we listen to music. Um, but uh, 
uh, I left it, and my brother still listens to all this stuff to this day. And like, he's like a Backstreet Boys fan <laughs> because of it. Like, he just like, listens to all this stuff because he has he inherited my CD collection. Is your brother younger? He's younger. He's only like six, seven years younger. But I mean, he just I think it's like that crucial age where like I went off to college and then like mm-hmm. he discovered music during that time and you know yeah so is it just you and your brother uh we have a sister in between us um and she's out here too nice we also have similar taste in music but she's a lot cooler than me when it comes to music <laughs> she's like you don't know this is Drake I'm like oh yeah okay sure <laughs> so <laughs> she keeps me she keeps me hip I guess <laughs> Zara this is your song number two. Oh, oh, okay. out of here yeah. oh, okay This is what, 97? 97. No, I think earlier than that. Was it? It was. This was the last one right Around before he got then. shot. Around, yeah. Because yeah. I was at, uh, I was at uh, MTV when he got mm-hmm. greased. Yeah. yeah. Greased. <laughs> Over on Olympic in Fairfax. Yeah, that's right. Baby. It was here, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was big news for dailies. This was a really big deal in New Jersey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was insane. my homeroom. We had we were silent the whole day. Like the, the, we had just like a mo- like a whole, the entire day was for Biggie when he got shot. It was like moments of silence. And this all song day doesn't long. stop. Yeah. This song. Let's hear a little bit. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. This just. So why did you? Quit. Why does this make your list? Because it's Biggie. And it's East Coast. And yeah, it was my homeroom. Like, we had moments of silence. And you did too. That yeah. makes me feel better. Okay, good. It, I, it was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was all of Jersey, New York, Brooklyn. Yeah. Like, it was everybody. Everybody was tripping. Because I, I think it's like, it's a story of an underdog, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the fat kid made it. Like, you know, his teacher said he wouldn't amount to nothing and he made it and then he got shot. But it's just, uh, it's just such a fun song. He did a lot of feel good songs, but he also talked about. It wasn't just like the money and the hose and all that, but it was also about, you know, this is a struggle I went through and like, look, look, I made it type of thing. And it was, uh, um, I think that resonates with a lot of people, you mm-hmm. know, especially when like you grow up with a chip on your shoulder or whatever. Like, and the identifiable a- story. Yeah. I mean, hip hop and rap for me was Sugar Hill Gang, yeah. you know, that very first, <laughs> very Lily White style sort of like, let's let everybody That's like in the this. beginning of hip hop. Well, for white people, uh, <laughs> certainly. Um, and, and then you get Biggie. Um, who's like I used to read Word Up magazine mm-hmm. and like you're suddenly seeing like oh my god I knew kids that read Word yeah. Up magazine and, and so that, that storytelling along with just this incomprehensible beat that just won't stop yeah it was, uh, he's a, he was a giant uh, metaphorically and physically um, but also uh that I mean that whole incident that happened it also I was an East Coast kid so it also introduced me to West Coast rap because because it made me think like what is this why do the people on the West Coast hate the people on the East Coast and then it introduced me to this other genre of music yeah and so I think that's why that moment in history and for me it was like okay let me learn more about this East Coast West Coast and then I just became more of this, like more of this expen- expansive, like musical dictionary. I'm like, oh, I, like now I know who Snoop, Do- Snoop Dogg is and Dr. Dre and like all these other people. Yeah. I'm and... gonna share with you something so embarrassing, if that's okay. Yeah, sure. So, do you remember the desks in school that had like the pencil indentation, <laughs> like the lower? Have you I heard just... this story, David? No, no. I okay. yeah, the, the, yeah. the, the so pencil. Like, I didn't like, know it was an indentation. Yeah, like anyway. the, like it's like so you could put your pencil there yeah, so yeah. it wouldn't roll off the desk. Perfect. So, so I sat in this one particular desk. I couldn't tell you what class it was. <laughs> Someone had 
drawn with pencil inside that indentation, east side, west side. And I was like, that's dumb. They missed north side, south side. <laughs> so I penciled in the rest of it. No, and wow. then so, like the next day, someone was like, who wrote north side, south side? That's stupid. I was like, oh, uh, that's yeah, stupid. That. So it was stupid. I didn't Did draw know. a whole compass. <laughs> yeah. She's like, this is where Santa Claus lives. <laughs> <laughs> I was like sixth grade. I didn't know. <laughs> well, what was your wardrobe when this song hit you? Oh and who God. introduced you to this kind of music? Yes. So I had older cousins and okay. they were so cool. And I mean, they were, I, was, I was a little bit of a tomboy. Okay. I think most uh, comedians who are women were tomboys at some point. And yep. there's, I don't know what. It's like a rite of passage we go Not through. Not Kathy Griffin. No, not no, her. She's always very feminine. Oh, I, I had her. Go ahead. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> um, we call so, her Hollywood Secret Weapon because he drops names. I'm a name dropping. Throughout the show yeah. like that. She's it's really awful. great. I would love to meet her. I um, almost married her. What? Continue. Okay. This is about you. <laughs> All right. What? Okay. Um, come on. All right. So I, uh, what was I wearing during that time? This is embarrassing. Uh, I was wearing the baggy, the baggy cargo shorts with like the, pockets that were like you know i could basically put my entire body through one leg you know <laughs> the raver pants is the that raver? Yeah. yeah but then i also had what you remember those like silver link chains yes that like I, and then i was wearing bandanas like i really thought i was gonna get jumped into some gang like i was just like all like i'm did you want to no because like why i was also trying to get straight a's and like you know become yeah. something i was trying to get on forbes by 30 that hasn't happened yet but you know like <laughs> i had thank ambitions. you again mom and dad <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had ambitions, but I was also like, I was dressing like a hooligan to piss off my parents. Nice. Um, and, you know, I yeah, I was just like a mishmash of things because I didn't know where I fit in. But yep. like, I liked everything. Yeah. Um, and I was trying to be like my older cousins and I was watching the NBA and I was like really into hip hop. But I secretly had all these like Backstreet Boys posters and Teen Beat magazine and stuff. So yeah. like, I just, I was trying to figure out my identity for a long time. Yeah. yeah. That's where you were I at. think everyone yeah. in the nineties was like that. Yeah, I think so. That's all right. Yeah. And you're older. You, what were you wearing? Um, <laughs> Late nineties. Yeah, it. like I was such an awkwardly Jeans, shaped kid. I was so tall and like thicker than everybody else, and so it was just like whatever fit. And my mom <laughs> was a hippie, and so she was like, "I wear men's jeans." And so like I was wearing boy pants and like t-shirts. It was very. We yeah. got we got we got to post pictures. We really have <laughs> like, to I post some pictures. Got to do a throwback, man. Yeah. Uh, I was a really ugly kid. Oh no, I Go. was too. I was too. No, yeah. I was too. It took me. It took me like 15 years to grow out of the ugly. Like yeah, it was. Same. Uh, yeah. It was like cute up until like seven, mm -hmm. and then after that, like I don't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had out a very control. similar experience. Like my mom wasn't into makeup, so I didn't figure out makeup until the last three or four years. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I just didn't know. I had no idea. I would put Vaseline on my eyelashes because someone told me that makes them shiny. Yeah, it does actually. Yeah, it does. So that's a good trick. <laughs> I was I a know. pale ginger that l I looked like a pencil. I really did. Oh. My head was an eraser. Okay, now that we've brought the show completely, you're all we've grown beautiful. out of it. You're we've all beautiful all, people. We are, aren't we? I feel. You know like, what I wanted yeah. so badly? I wanted two things: Doc Martin shoes. I mm. wanted those boots so bad because everyone was wearing them, and Converse. But you know what I got instead? Kids, Ke oh. kids are all the rage right now. Now, yeah, <laughs> now yeah. Converse, not in Converse the zone. is big right now too. Right, and, and now I can like afford my yeah. own Converse, thirty five dollars a pair, <laughs> like, which seems steep and ridiculous to me. Like, 
I don't know. Were they expensive back then? I don't know. I feel like things seem so much more expensive back then than they are now. But I don't know. Maybe because I'm a grown up now. Um, You're like, I buy my own shoes. Yeah, but it's just, uh, I don't know why things seemed so out of reach back then. Yeah. And now it's like, uh, I don't don't know. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) But you're beautiful. Wow, you're I beautiful. Think, no, you have the best smile. And Davy, 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 Davy uh, you're beautiful. Uh, We're beautiful people. Obrigado. Obrigado. How do you know obrigado? <laughs> How do you know obrigado? That's I was what I was searching a, for. I was just on a film shoot, with, um, and the entire crew was Portuguese. I can't I wait know. for you to meet Valeria. Is that is that yeah. how you say thank you? Obrigado. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. obrigado. Obrigado. Yeah. Igual say. So it sounds like a tell. <laughs> Um, I'm going to drop you a Y-Tunes nugget on this song um, because Biggie is so amazing. He was actually, surprisingly, an amazing student and won yeah. like a bunch of awards as an English student at the Queen of All Saints Middle School in Brooklyn. And then his mom, who, um, he, she, like, dad left when he was like two. So mm-hmm. dad was in the picture. She worked two jobs, had no idea who was like selling drugs. So when he was like, I want to transfer high schools, she was like, okay. He went and attended high school with DMX. Jay Z and Busta Rhymes. Okay, mm-hmm. wow. Mm-hmm. See, that's what happens. Like you have no idea. Like, oh, all these talented people I went to school with. And, and I gotta all of a sudden- say something. I worked in, in international private schools for fifteen years, and a lot of times people would say, "Well, these teenagers are privileged and don't have drug problems." And neither one was true necessarily. Mm. But you imagine like what this world has to offer. That somehow spiritually, these artists were all. You supposed know, to be they're the to, same neighborhood, yeah. same school. That's so amazing. I yeah. think it's great. I think that's just it's kind of like a Hollywood thing too, where like uh, people grow together and yeah. they help each other Chili and peppers. they bring yeah they bring each other up. Like even in the world of comedy, uh, like uh, uh, what's the nice guy that's in everything with it's Seth like- Rogen and uh, James Franco, James Franco and Paul Rudd. Like they yeah, have, there are like clicks, like the yeah. Adam Sandler click, the Judd Apatow click. Yeah, and it pays off yeah. if you can stick yeah. with your click. Yeah, and if you rise up together, I mean, you, you see it with like the Comedy Central crew as well, mm-hmm. the Rose Battle crew in our world. Um, but in the world of hip hop, like they, there's different crews and they all help each other. Yeah. So it's it's kind of crazy, um, but it's also not surprising. I wish I was more aware of that in school. That these were like little clicks. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't occur to me, like I went and saw every Adam Sandler movie and I didn't, it didn't occur to me that, oh, these are the same people working on all the same films. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, these are your friend. Like, oh, I, I just never. Yeah. I mean, people, people move up together in herds, right? Mm-hmm. Or in groups. So uh, I, that, I mean, I, I love my friends and I hope that like, I, I keep saying like somebody, please just make it. Someone make it and yeah. let's all like, you know, deliver our content together and see where, where this yeah. world leads us. I yeah. like your outlook. I, yeah. like your, I like you. Thank you. All right, Zara, here's song number three. Oh. Three. <laughs> I love this one too. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I had two posters on my wall. Yep. <laughs> you are my fire. There are two very happy women in this room right now. <laughs> Desire. My 14-year-old self is crying a little. Me too. I want it that way. I like it too. I'm going to share the nugget on this song too because it's so funny. Sing it, Nick Carter. Did you have a Backstreet Boys club in your school? No. 
where all the girls were like I think all the girls were in the Backstreet Boys Club more so than NSYNC though right I agree I totally agree I will fight anyone on this thank you anyone who is team NSYNC I will fight you right it will fight you I didn't know that NSYNC (laughs) was so popular until I was an adult like grown up like where did this love for NSYNC come from because Justin was cuter Justin himself is cuter than probably all the Backstreet Boys combined. Maybe. I don't know. Nick Carter. Really? Oh, my God. I love AJ's voice. AJ McLean's voice. (laughs) (laughs) Give a shout out to your high school. What high school did you go to? Edison High School. Edison High. Say hi. All right. I've always liked it. Backstreet I never knew that. I wouldn't have been able to tell you it was a Backstreet Boys because they sneak up on you. If you're not prepared for them, you're like, that's a cool jam. And it's then weird that they're back. Is that... Is Backstreet that, Everybody's back. back. Okay. Every, it's the reboot generation. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're yeah. so hungry for the nostalgia for better times, you know? And why I, do you <laughs> say that? Why, why would you well, say you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, it's... Uh, I don't be, and also their fans they're they're capitalizing cuz all their fans that grew up listening to them like like you like you and me mm-hmm. we all have money to go on these tours and go to we're going to Vegas now we're yeah. doing all these things so it's like yeah the Backstreet Boys are in Vegas yeah I'll, I'm going to b- pay $200 yeah. for a ticket you know yeah um so I think they're why not capitalize on it also yeah. they stood the test of time Insync didn't and that's True. fine like Justin was like big enough where he needed to like go out on his own and mm-hmm. I'm glad he did that but I don't know. I I think I still love the Backstreet Boys. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Back to a time when the word trigger wasn't a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Trigger has a negative connotation now. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I love those guys. Can we make a vow on this show, speaking of things like words that are trendy? Never on YTunes Shuffle should anybody proceed to comment with, look it. Look it? You ever seen that? Look at the thing that's going on right now is blah, Ugh. blah, blah. Look at when I was there before in the 80s, look, at, they set things up like, look at. And I'm oh. like, I don't, I'm looking. I'm listening. Anyway. Like a uh, real talk. Oh, well, that yeah. one gets to me. I'm like, oh, I thought we were talking this whole time. Yeah, yeah. For, exactly. Yeah. People are insecure. Yeah. Being, okay, so Backstreet Boys. Yeah, Have you ever really voice. listened to the words of that song? I still don't understand what that song means. <laughs> okay. You're not the only one. This song was written by two men, Max Martin and Andreas Carlson, who also happened to be from Sweden. They oh. wrote songs for NSYNC and Britney Spears as well. Mm-hmm. And they say that this song is proof that melody is so important because the lyrics don't make sense. Correct. <laughs> Correct. They say things like, you are my fire, the one desire, ain't nothing but a heartache, ain't nothing but a mistake. What? And so they tried rearranging the words, but they're like, it just fits with the melody so good. And they mm-hmm. blame it on the fact that they wrote this language or wrote this song in their second language. Okay, yeah, sure. But it's second still, language. Yeah, because they're they're Sweden from Sweden. From Sweden. Swedish. The Backstreet Boys are no, from Sweden. No, oh. the, 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 the guys the that wrote the song. Oh. From Sweden. Yeah. So they tried writing the song in their second language, which is English. Ah. And it came out with You Are My Fire, My One Desire, You're a Mistake, You're a Heartache. What? How yeah. how did how did that tra- like it, what? It seems like a very uh bipolar relationship. <laughs> It seems like an abusive that's relationship. Why? That's probably why you've nailed it. I don't, I just don't understand. But uh, yeah, we all know the words. We sing it so much. I bet you, when the guys were singing this, they're like, "It makes no sense." You I know? hope so. And then yeah. it just it became their most popular song. Eight dollars and like, cents. That's what I can tell you. Twelve year old girls are just eating it up. We're like, "This uh, is yeah. what love is." Yeah, Aww. yeah. Doesn't make any sense. I, I don't to this day. But uh, we sing it at every family reunion. <laughs> 
at every wedding. What? I don't know. It's like, so my family is a big BSB. We're all BSB fans. Really? Like a bunch of us were like around the same age. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like it was, it was never, we were just big Backstreet Boys fans. Like all of us, the guys, girls, whatever. Like yeah. it just became this like fun joke. And now like my brother starts singing it. We'll like get into acapella during family reunions. <laughs> um, yeah. I bet your dad loves that. Uh, he laughs because like we've all collectively, the cousins, the siblings, all of us together have just like revolted and they're like, and we choose, I want it that way yeah. as our song. <laughs> I have no idea why. You're like the new Partridge family. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. If I ever do a sitcom, I want this to be the theme song. <laughs> Copyright. I feel like they would love that. All right. Here we go. Song number four. Just give me the light. Yo, yo. Just give me the light. Yo, yo. Just give me the light and pass the joke. Oh, son, I'm not a buckle of more. Yell at me, I'm a side, and I got to know which one is going to catch my flow. Cause I'm in uh. the vibes, and I got my dough. Oh, son, I'm not a buckle of more. Yell at me, I'm a side, and I got to know. I worked in juvenile hall for a lot of years oh, as a counselor. Yeah. <laughs> I heard some of the greatest music from the staff. Do you not know the this? Kids. Have yeah. you heard this? Yeah. yeah, we had a big staff party, and I remember the staff doing a spontaneous line dance to this. What? Yeah, a yeah. line yeah. dance. Yeah, and I, I kept up. I kept up. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so Sean, Paul. Is, yeah. Sean, Sean Paul. Um, this uh, it made dance hall mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this was I was it was around junior prom time. And I wasn't allowed to go. <laughs> oh, no. So it was uh, it was like a nice, uh, I don't know. Whenever I wasn't allowed to do something, I would just like bury myself in my room and like listen to songs. And Sean Paul was just, he came up on the scene. He, he introduced the world to dance hall, which was a craze for a while. Uh, I still miss it. What's dance hall? That's one I didn't get into. See, now I so. think of Madonna when I think of dance hall. And I think of Vogue to okay. some degree. A I little mean, bit. I mean, dance hall is like, it has like the Afro beats in it. It has like the Caribbean music, but it also has rap and hip hop. Okay. So it's like a genre of music. It's like a genre yeah, yeah. of music. Okay. I thought this was an actual place or a show you were talking no, about. No, dance hall is a style. genre of music. It was mm-hmm. a specific style during that time, mm-hmm. like early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he was, I mean, Sean Paul came out out of Jamaica and he I, I think he was like the first one to like say hey this is mainstream now and he introduced all of pop culture to this new style of dance and how did you find cool. it I don't know the, the school high school dances that I snuck into like it. it was um they started playing it on the radio too okay it was very popular I mean it was a hit for um a brief period of time so it always brings me back to like that uh, early 2000 I want to say like 2002 or sure, something sure. yeah yeah. It was almost like an anthem for a while. It was an anthem. Yeah. It was big on the radio. And it then got after, everybody up. Yeah, and then after this, he had temperature. And at the time, I was on the dance team in in college. And so, like, dance hall was really big during this time that I was on the dance team. So, like, I just learned, uh, you know, like, that's, yeah. the, that's the time of my life where I learned most of my dance moves and choreography. Um, I always danced it as a kid. I just wasn't able to do it on stage. Where'd you go to college? Um, I went to this like really nerdy engineering school in Hoboken, New Jersey. It's Paul. called Stevens. Stevens. Stevens nice. Institute of Technology. They got a great football team. <laughs> they have no football team. <laughs> Division three. They have a great soccer team. Okay. Um, and a great field hockey team, and I don't know. Did you live on things. campus or did you stay at home? I lived on campus for a while, and then I moved to an off-campus. 
But I, li- I tried the whole commute from like central Jersey to like north Jersey because it was right outside of the city. Yeah. Um, it was torture. It was, yeah. you can't, people think LA is bad with traffic. Jersey, New York, like that whole area is pretty bad too. But it's like, designed for you to walk and public transport. Exactly. It's designed Easily. better for that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Easier. Absolutely. Like I was riding subways like when I was in high school. Not right. the Jersey Turnpike, but once you're in the boroughs, then you're okay. Yeah. 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 Um, who was your roommate in college? My roommate in college is still one of my best friends to this day. Her name is Van, uh, Van Patel now, Vendita Patel. Um, she is a biomedical engineer. She wow. has a master's degree. She has two kids. Um, one's three. The other one's just turned one. Wow. Um, she's living her life. Uh, and in New Jersey? In Jersey, yeah. yeah. In the suburb of Jersey. She has her two and a half kids and her husband and her huge house in the suburb of Jersey, living Beautiful. her life. Um, yeah, she's just, she's great. That's so cool. She's living, she's living the life that I think my parents wanted me to live. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's like a lot of my newsfeed right now on social media is like women on their, in their thirties are very good at working hard, yeah. drinking wine and uh, <laughs> getting pregnant. Like that's what we do. We're really great at it. Except us. We're really good at going out, performing stand up, and yeah. dragging ourselves to get up to go to work the next yeah, day. Yeah. We're really good at pursuing our dreams. I think. <laughs> yeah. We're very good at hustling. Hustling. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, how often do you get back to Jersey? Uh, I'm there at least every like three months or so. Wow. Well, that's good. Um, Very good. It's also because comedy brings me there a lot, too, because the comedy scene, uh, surprisingly, is a lot stronger in New York. There's a lot more stages, Mm -hmm. uh, so there's a lot more stage time, and it's easier to get from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. Like, you could do six, seven spots in a night in New York versus maybe (laughs) at most three Three. here. And you do three here if you're, like, a celebrity or if you're, like, a, Mm -hmm. you know, known working comic with, like, TV credits and stuff. And even three is, like, hard to get. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I go back, uh, for one, using family as an excuse, but like also just <laughs> to get stage time and get better. And, There's yeah. only one Dane Cook in Los Angeles. Yeah, but he's dating a 19-year-old. How do we feel about that? <laughs> How do you feel about 46-year-olds uh, dating 19-year-olds? Yeah, That's a lot of work. What I mean, do you do I, I, together? I don't know. Uh, well, I don't. I, I just remember. Like you certainly can't go out drinking. I Yeah, I don't know what it is. That's a good point. That was that was always my thing. It's like, why would you date someone you can't like take to a bar and like go dancing with? You know, I I suppose it can work, but as a it's a lot of house parties, and that's boring. Song number four. <laughs> <laughs> house parties. Actually, this is song number five. What? Uh, what? Why? I know. Here we go. Uh, I walk alone. Oh, I never heard this intro. Really? That long. Oh, yeah. They don't do that on the radio. It's an album cut. God, K Rock. This is so gross. I don't know. You know K Rock at Town? Yeah. 6.7. Yeah. Legendary radio station. I was living here in California when this song came out, and K Rock just jizzed all over this they loved this album mm-hmm. and that's when i first was like wow radio make means something like i've always yeah. been obsessed with the radio like i would call in when i was 12 13 requesting my songs i just wanted to talk to the djs what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> and then when this album came out it was just k-rock non-stop and i was like wow 
all the things that they thought about this album, I was like, me too. Yeah. I didn't yeah. mean to hijack your song. No, I Hell mean no. this is I mean this is relatable for so everybody. But where does it take you? Yeah, where'd you why'd you pick this one? This takes me back to college campus mm-hmm. with my um with my brand new iPod. <laughs> it was like it was like teal. It yeah. was like this giant. Yeah. <laughs> um just walking around campus, like being free from home, but also like you know, just like I'm by myself now. I'm walking this lonely road. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, it's like you're trying to find yourself. It's like your first time away from home. You're trying to figure out like, all right, what are my dreams? What are my parents' dreams? Um, what am I working on? Who am I? And <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and then also, I think in that time in our lives, it was like Katrina had just happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like the world like the are the world was going through some pain at that point too so i think it was just a very timely yeah. song um and i green day like i i w- i was listening to green day since it was always out in the ether you know since mm-hmm. like since like dookie so i mean even though i was kind of embarrassed to like talk about it in public because like all the hip hop kids were listening to like yeah. you know biggie and tupac and all that but it's it was always something that i had you know, lined up somewhere through like Napster or like all the illegal music. Things. Napster, the hours you'd spend trying to get Napster. AOL to like work. Per- oh, yeah. yeah. The free CDs that you'd get yeah. in the newspaper. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but this was this was when music was like portable and you didn't mm-hmm. need CDs and it was all on your iPod and you could like be all bipolar with your music playlist and stuff. Mm-hmm. And th- this was like during those times where I'd be like listening to like Barbie Girl and then like it would this would come on and it would take me to like a different place yeah um but yeah that's what it reminds me it brings me back to to like just freedom freedom to be in my own thoughts and think think to myself and life like, be is like, happening life is happening yeah. i'm alone but it's okay mm-hmm. and this is how i'm dealing with it yeah what did you think you were going to be when you were going through college like what was your major uh, i was well what was, i was a business major uh with a minor in finance i had two minors i don't know why it was just I don't know. Um, Ambitious? I guess, but like, I don't remember why. I always just like work hard for the sake of working hard, you know? Uh And I never know if it leads anywhere. But uh, I think I I just wanted to have like a great job and be self-sufficient and be this strong, independent woman, you know, that Destiny's Child told us to be. Uh (laughs) And um, that's, I was just working towards that. I wanted my own apartment. I wanted to basically be the woman that I am right now. But like, now that I'm here, it's just like, uh, eh, it's not all that great. Like I'm tired of paying for everything, you know? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I just wanted to be a boss lady. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't know exactly what that meant, you know? And I, like, I got offers for like all these like, you know, finance jobs. Like I I had an offer for Goldman Sachs after college and like all these other like finance jobs. And I'm like, I don't really like any of this. And it took me a while to figure out like, okay, I don't want, I don't want it because I don't really like doing that stuff. Cause it's, it's like shelled. It's just, you know, like I don't get to be creative or be my real self. Yeah. So it took me a long time to like get there. And smart, yeah. too, because I work with young people and, and actually disabled people that are getting work. And, and when any of them are like, I hate this job. I'm like, well, what do you love? Make this job be the end, you know, the springboard mm-hmm. into what you love. Yeah. And I, I admire that. Yeah. I, I, I was never a starving artist. And some people say, well, that worked against you. You weren't hungry enough. I'm like, no, 
I was fine with it. You know, I always worked a, yeah. you know, a job just so I could do this. Yeah, know? I yeah. think being a starving artist, I think it would be difficult for me. Yeah, I couldn't do it. Because, like, for me, I was just raised in a way where, like, you always have to think about stability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, have your day job. But then also, like, you know, yeah, fine, do all these other things. But I, I think I'm at a crossroads now where I got to figure out what I what I really want to do. I still haven't figured it out. Sorry, Maggie. That's a very complicated question for no, me. That's, no, it's not. Complicated. Not no. knowing is not the problem. No. Thinking yeah. you have to know, that's where it gets yeah. mushy guts. Yeah. 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 In college, I thought I was going to be a environmentalist. Like, I was studying oceanography. Like, I wanted to do marine biology. Like, that's what I thought I wanted to do. That is so sweet. <laughs> that is very, like, very like you because you, like, care about the world and... That's very sweet. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Are, so are you still in, a, in some ways an environmentalist? Mm, no. No? Do you recycle? <laughs> <laughs> Do you drink out of plastic straws? Are you that monster? Oh, stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate that we're doing like. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, it was I'm one so- turtle. <laughs> one turtle. One photo from a nine-year-old kid's report is where that came from. This is blown way out of proportion, people. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Reality. No, I care very much. I'm like um, an environmentalist when it's convenient. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I'll recycle when it's there. Yeah. Like I'll pick up trash when I see a trash can close. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I just ate then... at McDonald's, so I had three quarters trash and a quarter food. So. <laughs> and I ate in, you know. Yeah. Thank you for sharing your Faye Five. Yeah. So good. Thank you for making me do this exercise. I really it, I really went back to a lot of different deep places in time. It was pretty fun. And I'm sure you could it. easily come up with another five. Oh, my God. I had to take so many off the list. Mm-hmm. You know, I took Nellie, ride with me off the list. Oh, my God. Uh, you'll come back. Everyone's going to come <laughs> Everyone back. Everyone will be back. It, it, it's it, so it, fun. This yeah. is such a fun game. I like it. It's far from over. Yeah. Well, this is the part where David <laughs> takes over and we play a little game called Band Name or Bar Name. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Straight out of New York City during my heyday of short-lived stand-up comedy, I used to take uh, band names and bar names out of the Village Voice newspaper and read them to the audience and see if they could figure it out. Now we do it here at White Dune Shovel. This is bar name or band name. Okay. Last week's guest, Adam Chester, mm-hmm. is from Miami, Florida. And so the way this works is that we will go to Miami, Florida, and I will research, not literally, but online, the names of bars and the names of bands. And I will then read them to you and Maggie. And your job in this quiz show is to report back to me which one of these is the band name and which one of these is the bar name. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So Miami, Florida, near Miami Beach. I say, hey, hey, kids, how about we go out to kill your idol? What? And have some dinner because- Unlimited Devotion is playing there tonight. Wow. You want to go to Kill Your Idol and see Unlimited Devotion? Or do you want to go to Unlimited Devotion, get the all-you-can-eat salad bar, and check out this hot new band called Kill Your Idol? Which is the band name and which is the bar name? This is a tough one, David. I knew it. I told you. Didn't I tell you? You did tell me. This is a stumper. I don't know. a stumper. I'm going to say Kill Your Idol is the bar, and I'm going to say it's a really messed up theme restaurant. Kill Your Idol is the bar? Theme restaurant? Hmm. I'm going to go with uh, Kill Your Idol is the band and Unlimited Devotion 
Okay, so I've split them down the middle. Uh-oh. All right, we're driving uh-huh. down Beachfront Road in Miami, which I don't even know if there is a Beachfront Road. I just made that up. <laughs> and we'll make a left and end up at 222 Espanola Way, pulling into the parking lot of Kill Your <laughs> Idol. Yeah, it is a funky theme bar. Is it they really? got a life-size, um, who's that kung fu guy um, whose son got killed in the movie The Crow? I'm Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee. Thank you very Jet much. Jet Lee got killed? Oh. Yeah, he was killed in a movie. Him a, and Ali were really good in whatever movie that was. Yeah. Wait, Jet Li is no longer with us? Well, one of one of the, the Lee kids, I can, maybe it was an older one, I think it was Bruce Jr. But oh, anyway, okay. they got a full Bruce cool. Lee right. wax uh, statue along with all kinds of different idols. And it's wow. a place you can go and drink and kill your idols and have really great... Um, food wow Maggie, um, you called it yeah you're good at this game unlimited mm. devotion uh if uh they're right out of miami and if you look into your hippie uncle's record collection you might find an array <laughs> of grateful dead albums okay. maybe you should satisfy his inner deadhead and invite him to attend an unlimited devotion show this band is one of the america's favorite grateful dead cover bands oh. the name of it would have been a giveaway okay you're a dead fan offering its own okay. take on the music with jazz and funk influences if you happen to walk into one of the doors, you'll find a crowd of aging hippies spinning around aimlessly. Wow. Yeah. Thank I you wanna, for playing Band Name yeah. of Our Name. I want to go eat at Kill Your Idol. I will definitely I wonder eat how Kill the Your food Idol. Is there. Can we yeah. yelp Kill Your Idol? You can right. yelp. We, we should be calling them and telling them to listen to this show. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> well, now your job is to take us somewhere in the world so that we can do a band name or a bar name. And I keep wanting to call you by your last name, Ali. You can call me Ali. You can right, call me Ali. Ali. Ali, Ali. I get Z Ali a lot. All right, Ali. Yeah, sure. Where are we going to go anywhere in the world next week? For bar name or band name. Oh my God, what place in the world? You know what? Let's go to Colombia. South America? Yeah, let's go to Colombia. Colombia. I was there for Carnival two years ago. Wow. And I it, I had so much fun. Wow. They Those guys know how to party mm-hmm. and they eat so well. Starting at 11 p.m. Yeah, that yeah. is. Dinner time's at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And you just went down there for Carnival? So one of my uh, sorority sisters from college is from Colombia, from uh-huh. this town called Barranquilla. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where Shakira is from, fun fact. Oh. And uh, <laughs> we're huge Shakira fans uh, who didn't make it to the top five, but I thought about it a lot. She's here um, now. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say let's go to Barranquilla, Colombia, and try to find. Uh, Specific. Can I, I might I, have to? You know what? You know all what? of Colombia. All of Colombia. You could do Medellin, mm-hmm. or you could do Cartagena. Bueno, anywhere. Which is great. Yeah. Okay, Colombia is where we're going. That's yeah. gonna be a. That's a good pick. Yeah, that is a really good pick. All right, Zara. Now, thank you very hard. We would love to hear the memory of your very first concert. Oh, I don't know, man. This is so hard because. I drowned out so many memories um, from early childhood. Um, my first memorable concert, and this is like late, but this is, uh, I want to say 2008, Kanye West oh, had wow. the Glow in the Dark tour. Wow. Um, and it was at Madison Square Garden. Nice. And it was a blast. This was before he went nuts. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was a blast because he had Rihanna on there. Wow. Uh. And Jay-Z came in because it was, it was MSG. Yeah. So, like, you get, I mean, people just come out if they're in town, you right. know. So, I mean, Kanye was great. Uh, N.E.R.D. was on there. Pharrell's group was on there uh-huh. as well. Um, this was around the time as Umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. Ella. Hey. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so Rihanna was there and Chris Brown came out because they were still together back then. Um, and it was like, it was just like a crazy concert of like everybody that was really <sighs> big at that moment in time. And I was just like, I was blown away. Who'd you go with? I went with my boyfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, I think it was like a birthday present or something. I don't, I don't remember, but. Was it a memorable moment at the concert or was it all inclusive, excellent? It was just so excellent yeah, because yeah. Kanye transcends like everybody. He's not mm. just one demographic. Like mm-hmm. everybody loves Kanye. So mm. it was all of New York coming together. Like we, I had like hippies to my right. Wow. I had like frat bros to my left. Awesome. It was us. It was just like everybody Here was there. I am stuck in the middle with you. Cool. Yeah. Very it was cool. so like, it was just like, this is New York and it's awesome. And, yeah. um, yeah, I feel like all my experiences are like what's happening around me. Like if everything happening around me is awesome, I remember it like very uh, distinctively. Sure. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It was really fun. Very cool. Yeah. And all those musicians are amazing performers. Mm. Mm. They're very cool. Like some people, you, you don't you don't know if like the studio record translates into like a live performance. Mm-hmm. But that tour, everybody was a hitter. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. What about the last show? What was the last concert you saw? The last concert I saw, oh, man, um, I see a lot of cover bands here, um, but the last that one, counts. Yeah, yeah, it totally counts. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to think, but I don't have time for concerts because I'm always like working. Um, but Change I, that. Does that make you I sad? Know, a little bit, a little bit. Um, and it's it takes like friends to visit me for me to like take a night off. Yeah, you know, and so, oh, man, I feel bad. I don't have like one right off the bat. Um, who did I see? Uh, man, I really can't think about it. I saw Lil Dicky. What's that? Recently, Lil Dicky has that song that's like, "I woke up in Chris Brown's body." You know what I'm, t- who I'm talking about? I don't. He, it's like it was very. It's called Freaky Friday. Okay, that song Freaky Friday. Okay, you want to hear something really weird? Yeah, I was with my new friend mm-hmm. and her friend from Brazil. Yeah. And who was driving a really sweet car right down Rodeo Drive? Uh-huh. Little Dicky. No, what? I swear, Stop it. I'm not kidding. That's I'm not crazy. kidding because nobody knew who it was. And yeah. we made a concerted effort, and finally, these little these young people had their photo with them, and they said, "That's a little ass." I've never heard of Little Dicky. Yeah, I saw Little wow. Dicky. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, <laughs> totally weird. This was like one of those random LA things I saw. Like we were, it wasn't even a concert. It was just like some like. Um, some like it, it was like jazz night somewhere. I forget. It was either at the Sophie Tell, yeah. I think so. And he just he was just there and he like jumped up and dropped a few bars. But this was like two years ago before he like became huge. Um, Little Dicky. Yeah. Oh, I mean clearly he's not huge in all circles. Um, he's, well, he's oh, yeah. li- he's yeah. Little Dicky. He's right. Little Dicky. Yeah, yeah. He's not Big Dicky. No. Um, but He'll that would there. change the game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 um. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm so, I'm so bad at this because I don't get to go to concerts. Um, I do want to go to the LA Philharmonic though. Yeah. I haven't been to the Hollywood Bowl yet in the, in the almost four years that I've been here. So I, I want to like go, go to Will Call too. tonight. They got a show tonight. Yeah. 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 You don't even need to go the, they treat it like a park so you can go anytime. Really? And I like okay. to go, if you're a big workout freak like I am, I'll just go and run the stairs. Really? And it's so quiet and it's so peaceful and you just feel like, wow, so many amazing folks have been across that stage and it like well you can actually do the stairs in the bowl when yeah. they're not oh that's amazing yeah that's they treat it like know. a park so you can go anytime you want to that's so cool mm-hmm. oh i'm sorry so i went to life is beautiful last september 
and uh, there was a whole bunch of people on stage, and I saw two chains. Oh wow! On stage, and he had broken his leg, oh. so he was in a wheelchair. So he came out in two wheels, and it was by far an amazing, like one of the best performances I've ever seen. Like wow. you're, you're like handicapped in a wheelchair, and you're you have so much charisma. Yeah. And he didn't skip a beat. That's Dedication. cool. That was two chains was very. I'm impressive. glad you remembered that. Thank yeah. you, that's thank that's you for taking me yeah. back to that time thank last you. last last <laughs> year. What, better than little. Dickie. Yeah. <laughs> Two chains. You're great. All right, Zara Aleem. This is the moment for you to shine. Oh, Promote away. Man. Plug away. How can we find you? Keep up with you. Okay. Well, I already promoted uh, facial recognition comedy, but you can find me on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the things at really Zara. Zara is spelled Z-A-H-R-A. And I made it really Zara because there's 9,000 Zaras in the world and all of them are on the internet. <laughs> so huh. um, find me at really Zara. Um, the website will also be really Zara and is in progress right now. And yeah, I'm around town. I perform like all over from New York to LA. So just find me and you can get comp tickets and just come be my friend. <laughs> I love that. We'll yep. put links to all of your social up on there, too. So. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Thanks Zara. for having me. Thank you guys you. are so much fun. Oh, yeah. Because of you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks, it's real. Guys. It's the guest and their music. It it's bonding. So yeah. nice to get to know you. David Earl Waterman, thank you for being the best co-host ever. Like. My name is Maggie Mayfield. And if you haven't already, please like, subscribe, and share the show. We're also on any of the social medias at Y-Tunes Shuffle. Thanks for listening. 